This podcast is presented by Genius Sports, driven to deliver the difference. Experience the power and excitement of live events with Ticket Smarter. You can find seats to more than 125,000 live events, including sports, concerts, and theater shows on TicketSmarter.com. Ticket Smarter is also a proud partner of the Mac. Think smarter. Think Ticket Smarter. Welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. On today's episode, I have CMU volleyball player Emma Ducate. Emma, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Freshly out of 6 a.m. weights and physical therapy and ready to go. How is the offseason going so far? It's going really well. Um, I feel like there's a lot of things that we're working on. We have two new transfers that came in um, that are helping us in the season as we lose a few seniors, um, but they're fitting in really well and um, we're definitely putting in the work ready to get 20 hours rolling now you were a transfer yourself so how does it how is it meshing from program to program for this transition coming into CMU my teammates made it so easy Um, they definitely welcomed me with their arms wide open and um, before transferring and when I committed to my first school um Mike was actually recruiting me since I could when I when recruiting first opened opened up for me um so having him and having that relationship background really made it easy um but yeah it can be really difficult um coming in with a new team and they already have that past relationship and that bond so it can be difficult but when you have great teammates and coaches it makes it a lot easier now, Mike cracked me up at the volleyball tournament. He's very, like, he looks like he, I don't want to say, like, an RBF, but, like, he kind of, like, the guy form of it, like, he does not look like an approachable person. But then, like, he will tell a joke, like, right off the bat. So what are some of your favorite moments with Coach Mike? Oh, gosh. I don't even know where to start. I mean, yeah, like you said, like, a lot of head coaches, I feel like, are very – intense I mean he is intense but um a lot of people are very terrified of head coaches or like the stigma around them but then once you get to start to know Mike I mean he's like very we're all very close to Mike and he's very he's so welcoming and he makes you feel so comfortable um and that like comes from his jokes and um we always give him a hard time for all the things that he says to us but um it's all love. Like we are just one big family and he's just kind of the head of it, but yeah. Do you have any favorite jokes of his? <laughs> um, I don't know if I have any favorites, but um, it's always within the moment and <laughs> no one really ever thinks it's funny besides him, but then we got back on it. And I think we just try to laugh with him because like, we're like, Mike, that really didn't make any sense, but we're going <laughs> to laugh with you because we respect you and love you so much. And we know that you thought that was probably the funniest thing that's ever been said. Yeah. He's like your, he's your typical like dad kind of person oh. where he, like the, the satchel. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I walked in and I saw him like my first couple of days at CMU and I was in, in the gym and 
I saw him walk in with a satchel on and I was like, what is this man wearing? <laughs> but yeah, it's the satchel is definitely a staple piece in the outfit, the Mike Golic outfit. Yeah, I think if they were ever create a bobblehead for him, if they don't have the satchel, it's pointless. Like <laughs> that, and he also has like a velvet jumpsuit that he wears um at their games. <laughs> but so he'd have to be in a velvet um jumpsuit like a maroon jumpsuit and then this brown leather satchel it's 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 a mic staple for sure yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna need to see a picture of his maroon velvet is it like a velour type look like he's got full <laughs> That's exactly what it is. yeah um uh what's the despic or yeah despicable me vector like yes. okay <laughs> that's what yeah, I'm getting yeah. at yeah. no, Mike's a Mike's a character but um, other than volleyball and Mike, what really led you to Central Michigan's campus? I really liked how it was smaller um, than my old school. I mean, I feel like if you're looking, for, if something didn't work, you're, you got to look for something new. So um, it was a lot smaller, which I liked. And it's right in the center of the state, which I have family all over the state. I have a huge family and they're all very important to me. And um I think a big thing was when I went to my first school it was so far away that it was hard for all of them to get out there. Um, and my grandma's my best friend. So it was like a big thing for me to get her to be able to watch me and come to games and all the family. But then the campuses, I mean, it's a great campus. It's a smaller school, um, kind of in the middle of nowhere, but I kind of like that. I mean, it's very homey. You have to find your own things to do here, which kind of just lets the creativity flow. Yeah, what are some of your favorite things to do around Mount Pleasant? See, that's like one of the harder questions that I usually get when I hosting recruits. There's really in the summer, um, we some of my teammates and I in the sophomore class, we go fishing. <laughs> we'll go fishing. Um, one of my teammates, Lauren, and I have caught catfish outside of McGurk. Um, so <laughs> if you're ever coming to a game and need to get fishing out of the way I mean it's right outside Um, (laughs) yeah and then we also I've never I've always been super creative and I've always liked doing artsy things but um we like to paint a lot with a few of them we have like a whole paint wall in um one of my teammates rooms and we've kind of all contributed towards that um put on a movie put on Disney movies and we'll paint and just kind of chat about our days but yeah it's definitely I think that's what makes it closer though it's like you you can't just be like oh like I'm going to this place this place this place I mean yeah I mean there's not much to do but it's a special place (laughs) I think it's pure Michigan so ever it's I mean anywhere you go it's beautiful so yeah, you can't get behind that or go anywhere wrong with that. But um, what is your favorite Disney movie? Mm, I would have to say Moana, but like as the, one of the newer ones, um, because a lot of my cousins when they were younger, they couldn't, I don't know why they couldn't say Emma, but I also have super curly hair in the summertime and I get really dark. It's the Italian in me. <laughs> um, so they would like call me Mo as in Moana. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it was, I really liked that movie. And then I'm also like going to throw it back to like Cinderella, like the original, original Cinderella. Like, I think it's princess movies are just, they're classics and you can't go wrong with them. I'm a huge Tangled fan. I love Pascal. Um, yes. So cute. And then I'm really big, like 
I was talking yesterday. I was like, my playlist can go from Drake to like Fleetwood Mac to Encanto. Like yes. I'm just huge on Encanto lately because I just, it's so good. Anything Lin-Manuel Miranda touches, it's like beautiful right. soundtrack. <laughs> and I think he wrote the Moana one too. Yeah. Yeah. I Great, great songs by Disney. They're doing good. Now you mentioned your creative side and you recently got to go to New York Fashion Week. How, tell me about that experience. How did you get there? How was it? What did you do? Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I, at the beginning of the year, um, one of my professors has um, connections in New York with um, a dressing company. I don't know really, really know what you would call it, but has a friend over there who um, is in the industry. And he asked a few of us if we'd be interested. And I was like, I mean, I just came off of a double knee injury within the season. And um, so I'm really focused on getting back into things. And um, I was like, I don't know if I could miss a, a day of volleyball like that. And if you've ever played club volleyball or even any club sport, it hurts your heart. To I know it. exactly what you're saying. I was a I was a volleyball player, so yes. I totally understand what you're saying. <laughs> yes. And it's like, are my teammates going to be mad at me or is my coach going to understand like all of these different factors, I was like, I can't, like, that's just too much. Like, and I didn't even really mention it to my parents. I might've joked about it, been like, oh, like I could have gone, to, I could go to New York fashion week. Like, but then it, it didn't really phase them. I was like, no, like I have to stay for volleyball. And then they were like, well, it was a couple of weeks before we left. And they said that they were a couple of people short. And my professor asked if I would like to go. He asked me again. And I texted my parents. I was like, would like what do you think like I'm always I kind of know and I usually always pretty good at like getting what I want and I if I have my mindset on something I'm gonna get there but I was like I asked them they said that's a really cool opportunity I mean like not you have to be invited to go to these shows and like there's very rare chance that like you can go to the show without being invited um or any of the shows and there's only four New York Fashion Weeks in like ever like there's or not New York Fashion Weeks four Fashion Weeks in New York Milan Paris London and um so I was like this is a one in a, this is one in a lifetime experience like you are not gonna get this by doing whatever I don't know so um I ended up saying yes and got to the weekend and I was really nervous because I'm one of the only athletes at Central in the fashion industry or like going to study fashion. And sometimes there's a stigma of athletes and like having that super girly side. It's always, I don't know. I feel like I'm very girly on my team, but then when I go to my fashion studies class, like they are all in on this, like they are all fashion. Like they show up and cute, like everything. And I just came from practice and I'm sweaty and I'm disgusting. <laughs> You're like, trust me, I want to look like how you look right now, but I just don't have the energy. Or right. like, you see, I have so many, like, I love looking like good, but I don't know. And I feel like sometimes I don't give myself enough credit saying that I could do both. But anyways, so um, we get to the weekend. We left at, I had to wake up at 2 a.m., to get to the airport because we had a show um we worked four shows and basically what I did is um got to New York and you we actually went backstage so I worked backstage 
and I would wait around basically and study my model card. And then I had to get my model dressed in her piece. So yeah, it like at first, like my professor, we had um different like meetings about all of this and how to do it and what what to expect. But you can't really prepare for what my first show went like. I mean, I so I got my model and we talked, we bonded, but um because these garments are so high and like you do not want the model in the garment longer than they need to be. So we were standing there, we talked for a little bit, and then they yell first call. And I have to get this model in five minutes, five to ten minutes, in this like huge, like extravagant, expensive, high-end piece and get her on the runway. And it needs to match exactly what the stylist wants. And I'm like, I've never done this before. I've never even been around these expensive clothes before. Like and oh my gosh you're like praying the volleyball pressure is like gonna help you out like you're like okay it's do or die time like it's yes yes Yes. and so I just locked in and my first piece was this cape and it is um it's huge and it almost kind of looks like one of those little pom-pom like things like I don't know like with those strings yeah and it was huge and so I had to I literally at one point had to like get under the coat and like on my hands and knees and tie the garment and like get it on the model and then put her shoes on for her and everything because they are not supposed to move in these pieces because of how fragile they are. And so there was a lot of pressure, but um, so I did that four times with all shows definitely got easier as I went on, but um, yeah, it was, it was intense, but that was also my first time in New York city too. So I think the pressure of like, or like all the energy in New York city kind of like got me a little amped up for it, but yeah. What show did you work? Was it? Uh, we did Prabol and Rodarte and Jason Wu and, um, what was our, I cannot think of our third one. Oh, Sun Jung Wong so those were the four we um dressed and it was the pieces were just amazing like you really have to look uh it's hard to explain because when I was posting I I got to post my looks after the show happened saying that I like dress them and kind of like show off what yeah so um after that like I had people setting up they're like but I would never wear this. And I'm like, well, you should see couture fashion because it's way more crazy. But um, that's like the whole point of fashion week too. It's like designers showing off their capabilities. Like, I feel like that's what people don't understand. It's like, that's like artistic expression for designers. Like, yeah, they're not, they know they're not going to sell five. Like that's the point of having a really nice piece of clothing is it's like one of a kind. Right. And people were like, this is kind of ugly, Emma. And I'm like, see, you have to look, you don't know fashion. (laughs) You have to, it's not really whether like you would wear it. It's not made for you. It's whether it's like putting, it's like you said, it is walking form of art. Like it, you have to have, you have to look through the perspective of the designer and be like, wow, like that probably took 
I don't even want to know how long that took to make because they are doing everything. It's not like it's going back in a factory and they're it's getting made. Like these designers are putting their heart and souls out into this one piece and it's to show off to people, to get inspiration, to um for buyers and all of that good stuff. But yeah, it was it was awesome. It was every fashion major stream. <laughs> Were there any like cool influencers or like really cool models? Like who who did you see there? I saw a lot of different people. Um, my personal favorite, I'm a big country country music girl. Um, I got to meet Kelsey Ballerini, which was awesome. Yeah. And she it was seems like she would be really nice. Oh my gosh. Like literally so nice. Like she, well, she was getting paparazzi like as obviously, I mean, she's Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah. And um, she like, stopped and like took a photo with me and then um like chatted for like two minutes like obviously she had to go but like the sweetest human ever um and then yeah there was a lot of different like influencers like Alex Earl from TikTok and like just like a lot of different TikTokers that got, get this opportunity which is amazing because I feel like if you would have asked back in the musically phase how many people are getting these <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be seeing that but like that I just think that's where our world is today and where our generation is taking us is but I mean all credit to them if you can get there I mean you've made it so. I, I always watch Alex Earl's like get ready with me like yeah. videos and I cannot do makeup to save my life but like I'm always like maybe like maybe eventually I'll try one day right it's just it's all about inspiration and seeing what other people are doing I know my dad's always like why are you watching that stuff I'm like it's just it's interesting to see yeah it's fun like I mean why why aren't you <laughs> yeah like maybe I can get like a source of it we were sitting yesterday and actually I just put the post out on Twitter but it was literally like we were listening to Nickelback and we were like oh my gosh we need to use like the photograph meme for something and we put it together like right then and there and I'm like you can find inspiration from literally anywhere. Right. It's, yeah. Just have to have, to have that creative mindset, I guess. And it's like, well, why do you look at baseball? <laughs> to get, I don't know, to get more information on baseball. Like, I don't know. Like, to each their own. Like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Now, you said that was your first time in New York? Yes, it was. Um, I loved it for vacation. It was so overwhelming for me, and I am someone who loves that fast-paced lifestyle, but I also need time for myself, and I need to live outside of the city, but also be close enough to go there for work. Yes. (laughs) New York is very, very interesting. I feel like New York and LA, they're separate entities. They're also very similar, but yeah, my cousin went to school at Columbia, and so we visited him there one time and we're supposed to go back to New York at like the end of April, but I'm like, it's a great place to visit the food. I swear there's not better food in the United States than in North than other than New York city. Like, yeah, it was great. And it was so, so good, but I can't afford. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like, I was like, it was so good. And I wish I had this lifestyle where I could eat like this all the time. Obviously, I don't eat out all the time or whatever. But and yeah, but wow, it, it was great. It was great. I got the pizza. It was my first time having New York pizza. Yeah. And I was like, 
good. But yeah, the food is great. Yeah, New York style pizza. I do like New York style. It might be my favorite with like the thin. You can like literally fold it and walk with it. Um, but I love. Are you an, uh, are you a fan of The Office? I've actually. Oh my gosh, I'm really it. no. It's okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna get like triple. No. My teammates like are always like, how do you have you not? One of my teammates, Kayla's fan of that. She's like, how have you not seen that? I was like, it took me a while to actually like find it really funny. Like. But there's an episode and Michael Scott, he goes to New York and he's like, I can't wait. He says, I'm like, I can't wait to try it. Like genuine New York pizza. And he's standing outside like a Sabaro. And like, it's like, that would be like me in New York as a joke, but right. yeah, New York style is really good. Um, they have like a place called artichoke pizza and it's literally like spinach artichoke dip on a pizza. It's oh. ridiculously good. It's like insane. Um, but I'm sure it was super crowded to get to go to Times Square. I did. It was beautiful. It was like so yeah, much is going fun. on. Yeah. yeah. The thing is that I like didn't know where to focus my I was like, I don't know where to look. Like what is the cool part? But then like when I got to like walking through it and like actually got to look at each and individual individual thing is yeah. my attention to detail. I love the little things. Like it's something that's super big to me. So like when I got to see those little parts, it made it a lot like more or a lot easier to enjoy and like understand and appreciate yeah I love how there's like a bunch of characters who run around like Times Square like like and then they try to get in your photos and then they try to charge you <laughs> you're like what what <laughs> like, they tried to do they were like asking me for like Olaf was asking me for a picture and then I was like no someone told me that you're gonna ask me for money <laughs> I don't yeah. have money to give you I know well and it's like Olaf but there's like brown streaks like all over because it's like a dingy costume not that expensive um or and I know it's not very leafy or spring or anything but did you walk through Central Park we walked by it we had um the Jason Wu show was right outside of it so we got to walk past it um but we didn't really get to go in it because that was the same day that we were leaving. Okay. Um, but we did go to the Met, to the Met Gala, and got to go um, explore the museums in there, which were the fabrics and clothing in there was just unreal. But it's, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I just, I love how New York is just so many cultures in one. And like you said, great place to visit. Don't think I could live there. Cousin currently lives in Brooklyn. Shout out to him for doing it. And I think he works downtown, but yeah, couldn't, couldn't do it. It's way too expensive. Um, I'm like, I'll stick to my Midwestern lifestyle for now. (laughs) Um, And then other than fashion and volleyball, what are some things that you're really passionate about off the court? Um, Something I feel like not a lot of people know about me. Um, I know we talked about this earlier. It's just my faith. Um, I do tend to keep it more like a personal thing. Um, but I think it's super important in all things. Um, like I said earlier, I struggled with an, a double knee injury um, in the fall and actually had to get a procedure done on both of them. And I feel like I definitely would have not gotten through it if I didn't have my faith because I was, because at first, it, before my procedure, they told me um, I might have to medically retire and never play again. And that, for someone who's been playing the sport since they were 
three years old for such a volleyball since they could walk like it's like taking a knife to the heart and like it's like your entire life is just getting taken away from you and I think that um I kind of lost my faith during that but I had like my mom and family to like remind me like hey like the big guy has a plan for you so don't give up on that so I really dialed into that and um we also talked about like painting and all that good stuff like just being creative like letting any of my like things that I have going on up here in my head like on like a paint like on a canva or um or canvas with like paint and all that good stuff so very creative I like doing arts and crafts like I said faith and hanging around friends and family really I mean don't have time for much else but I mean that's probably right. most important to me Right. Uh, I agree with the faith aspect completely, um, as we talked about a little bit earlier. But yeah, I went through a time where like actual like indoor volleyball got stripped from me and you're just kind of like devastated to the core. It's like your entire heart shatters. So, yeah, I totally understand that. But I mean, even with transferring, I'm sure it's like you're like, okay, you got to you got to trust in this plan, like ultimately. And so, yeah, I was I was really happy to have the support I did because if I didn't not like faith obviously is a huge part of it but like having everyone's support through this and knowing that like I mean if you can't have your knees you can't walk so I was not walking for a couple of weeks like it was it was tough and um I actually redshirted when I was at West Virginia so um this was my medical redshirt year so it was like I've been waiting so long to play and um, ready. <laughs> I, I know I was right there and I was like I gotta get these knees fixed and then and then we'll be on the court next year there you go. um and then what led you to become or to play volleyball oh gosh um having family that are heck of an athlete like I have a long 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 line of athletes like I could probably do a whole nother podcast on just my the athletes in my family but um my mom and her twin sister played volleyball here at Central um and all my cousins played volleyball and I think there's like actually a little photo of me playing when I was pro- I was probably just turning three and I was playing volleyball with my aunt. She was teaching me how to put like my platform out. And um, that's when people first like say like, no way you started at the age of three. I was like, look at this photo. I was like just starting to walk and I was learning how to put my platform together. Um, but yeah, I think they really encouraged me and I really didn't feel pressured to play volleyball either. Like I didn't feel like this pressure being like, I have so many division one hall of fame, like volleyball players in my family. I felt um, more like I wanted to do it because the sport is just, it's beautiful. Like I, the sport is just, it's awesome. Like if you've never, I've always had like a lot of friends come to me like, Oh, I've never been to a volleyball game. I go, just go to one and then tell me how you feel afterwards. And they're like, I will never miss another volleyball game. Like it is just crazy. The it's, it's crazy. I mean, I don't think volleyball gets enough credit. <laughs> it definitely doesn't. Um, what always cracks me up is like we were talking in the office and we were basically like, why do volleyball players hug 
win or lose the point. And I'm like, it's just something about like trying to be like, you're like, look at the next one or like the side out, like that like little huddle in the middle of the court. And you're like, yeah, we might look ridiculous, but it's just like that little team bonding. Like it's not an individual sport, but it's also is like in a way, like, because everybody has to do their job. So I think it's just like trying to help your teammates be the best version of themselves. Like, yeah, volleyball's different breed and it definitely doesn't get enough credit. Oh no. Yeah. I think a big part of that, like, like you said, like you can, there's literally no way you can play volleyball by yourself, like with a wall maybe, but like, if you want to play a competitive game of volleyball, like you need those five other people on the court with you. And I think that's why that bond is so special is because you can't do this by yourself. There's no one MVP, even though at the end of the season, you there's one person that gets a lot of spotlight, but they couldn't have done that with the person to their left or to the right or behind them or whatever, like that sport, you need everyone. And I think that's something that um, central Michigan like emphasizes is that you, you're not like, you're not your individual spot. Like you need your teammates and um, we're really good at our team is like really good at like making sure that the person next to us is the best that they can be. We're not focused on ourselves. Yeah, it definitely showed this last season. You guys had some great success. So uh, looking ahead to this year, obviously any team wants to win it all, but what are some goals that you guys have looking ahead? Yeah, so we do this thing called Breakfast Club every Wednesdays in the spring, um, just kind of having a meeting about what our goals are and how we're going to get there and how we're going to attain them. Um, And obviously, like you said, like our end goal is – to be there with the trophy and have that. But obviously it's those little things that are leading up to that big trophy. And um, so we made a list of all of these like little things of what we want to work on, on the court and off the court. Um, and a lot of it is just kind of filling in what we lost, but then within our seniors, but then also creating our own name for ourselves and getting in the gym. And when we have that time block, like we are, we are grinding. Like there's no off, there's no off time. Like we are, we know we all, we're all on the same page, which is good. So we're just hitting the ground diving and ready to be there at the end of the year. But we know that it's not going to be easy to get there. No, that's awesome. And um, I'm really glad that you enjoyed New York and got to experience New York fashion week. And even if it was really hectic at first, but like you said, if that's fashion's ultimately your end goal, right? Yeah. So I want to go um, into the business side of fashion, some fashion merchandising with a professional sales minor. So um, I don't want to be a designer myself because I, even though it might be up here in my head, like the creativity, they're just a different breed. And I have so much respect for them, but um, I'm thinking about going into buying and I'm also getting my real estate license. So would you open a boutique ever? I did have a thought of that. I did have a little vision that, but it's still in the works. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll see where we end up with that. You're like, I got to learn to pick the pieces and piece them together in order for yeah. that to come totally come together. No. It'll be a project if it happens for sure. <laughs> As everyone knows, if you own a boutique or whatever, it's, it's a long process, but yeah. How would you describe your fashion sense? I'd say neutrals like I really I I don't want to 
say like clean girl and think of like the tiktok clean girl but i love like the neutral um aesthetically pleasing like cozy yeah i have to be comfy if i'm not comfy i'm gonna be cranky <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's I, that was me showing up to work today i was like i'm yeah like I'm sorry not, yeah if i'm not comfy then but you can do it's like with accessories i have so much jewelry and i love hats and my shoes and um but then when i dress up like it's all or nothing even my teammates know like I showed up to our chippies award or end of the year award for all sports and bright pink heels and black dress I mean like but it doesn't even face them anymore even though I was only with them for a semester at that time they're like yep that's Emma in her pink heels it's just like you gotta do what expresses you and that's like you said fashion such a creative outlet so that's awesome and I'm really glad you got to go to New York Fashion Week and I wish Central Michigan Volleyball nothing but the best this season so thank you so much yeah thanks thanks for coming on the podcast